Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. As we enter the final grazing rotation of the season, we're joined in this episode by Dr. Philip Crichton, who offers us some of the grazing advice to keep us on track now to set up our spring grazing. Philip starts by discussing the importance of achieving good graze outs and how that influences sward production next spring. Philip offers his tips on dealing with heavy covers that are many farms this October, and we move on to discuss the closing targets and why they are important. Finally, Philip highlights why it's important to avoid the temptation of regrazing close products and why we need to prioritise these for spring grazing instead. We start off, however, with Philip highlighting why our management in the next couple of weeks has a big impact on spring grass production. What we do over the next couple of weeks and months, um, you know, has, has, has a direct effect really on, on, on grass supply in the spring, well, as much as we can control, I suppose. And, and the whole importance of, of, of graze outs, you know, cleaning cleaning out the sward um is really around um making sure that the regrowths that do come are, are of high quality and also that the grass is not um impeded in any in any way in terms of of, of growing and that's probably what i mean by that i suppose is is that um, if we have very heavy covers of grass, which is on a lot of farms um, at the moment, that's, you know, it's good that we have that grass, but it's just how we manage that now to get the most from it, both both now and, and for the spring is is the thing. And I suppose that if those swords aren't grazed out properly, you know, and by that I mean down to, you know, about four centimetres, three, three and a half to four centimetres, um, you know, what you'll end up with is that you're leaving grass behind you depending on how much you're leaving, that can start to, to, to die down, to decay. That will inhibit, um, you know, grass from, from growing over the winter and even next spring because you'll end up with, with patches of, of dead material. You can end up with bare patches, which can result in, in weed grasses or, or, or weeds, um, being able to colonize that then over the winter or in the spring as well. Um, so it's, it's, it's about, you know, utilizing what we have um, obviously we have to work with the weather conditions on that but but altering our management to do as best the job as we can to feed the o adequately at the moment but also to make sure that we can and more importantly that we can feed her adequately um next spring um after lambing you touched on two elements there philip i might just get you to tease out a bit more for a sec we have heavy covers on our farms it's been super back end growth even temperatures at the moment are higher than we typically expect Dealing with them heavier covers to get a graze out on it and getting that balance, as you already mentioned, and keeping that supply in front of the flock. Any tips on how we can best manage that? Yeah, so I suppose that's why we'd often say that maybe the the, 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 the closing plan or, or the final rotation starts in, in August, September time. And I know it's, it's late to be talking that, about that for this year, but in terms of trying to get those first fields grazed off, ideally, they wouldn't be the heaviest ones at the moment. They would have been fields that we would have targeted in the previous rotation to get them grazed out as best we can while we had bigger groups of sheep. Um, another complication at the moment, I suppose, is, is when we're breeding. You know, we might have, have yaws split out into, into smaller groups for, for different rams and that. Um, but it, it would have been those fields that maybe we would have kept a lower cover on at the moment so that we can get through them. Um, with these smaller groups in a more manageable way. And then it's really about, you know, I suppose after the first cycle, we can start grouping up uh, yours again um, for the repeats. 
and that increases the grazing pressure, which means that we can move into the heavier covers. Um, but there will still need to be some level of, I suppose, subdivision. So using electric fencing, um, depending on, 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 on the circumstances, I suppose. But if we can't get group sizes big enough to, to match the size of the field and the cover that's on it, then some sort of, of, of reducing the area will be required to, to be able to get through those covers and, and to get that graze out that we talked about, which is important. Look, it's a great thing to have it in one way, but it does present its own challenges. And again, you're trying to cut down that residency period on it. Like, <clears throat> there's no harm maybe just to refresh yourself. You're almost closing up there. The, like, the key targets, how much ground should we have closed up? We say as we move into the coming weeks, what is your guideline targets? Yeah, I suppose we have the the Chagas Sheep Autumn Closing Planner um, that we've developed here through the, the grazing studies here in Athenry. Um, it is available on the website there, just as an aside. Um, it's available on the sheep section under grassland to download if people want it. But essentially, what we're looking at is, you know, for your for your farms that are stocked somewhere around the 10 to 12 euros per hectare, we're talking about about 20% of the farm being closed um, by the end of this month, um, 40% by the middle of November, 60% by the end of November, um, and then about 80% by, by the middle of December. And then depending, I suppose, on farm circumstances, some people will graze the remaining quite quickly and go to a shed. Some people might might not have a shed and and, and, and they want to restrict the sheep, I suppose, to, the, to that last 20% of the farm or they'll, they'll supplement them um, outdoors or they maybe move into a, a, a forage crop or something. So we've left that last bit a little bit flexible, but I suppose the really important part about the closing planner is, is that we try and understand why um, we, we, we start closing fields now um, rather than just, why don't we just graze on for as long as we can? Um, the grass is there, why not use it? The issue is, is that <clears throat> if, we, if we want to be able to feed the oil properly next spring, our demand at the moment, um, you know, is, is somewhere around a kilo and a half in terms of, of matter. Um, depending on condition score and that, well, well, you know, how much she needs. But in the spring, again, depending on whether she's rearing one or two lambs, but once we get into early lactation with a twin bearing, you know, she, her, her daily requirement is going to be about three kilos of, of dry matter a day. So, you know, twice the amount of grass that we need at the moment. So to take, to, to, to take account of the fact that we'll grow very little grass from the end of November, early December, until, depending on the year, early to mid-February, um, if we don't have a closing plan in place now to, to still capitalise on the fact that there is st still a level of, of, of grass growth and, and regrowth will occur as we start closing paddocks from now on, that's the grass that we, we close over the next month, I suppose, um, that we'll have got a chance to grow so, uh, to some degree now and then we'll be the first grass to, to, to boost on come, come February so that we have covers of grass available in March. Um, so even if we're maybe at a, even a, a lower stocking rate than the 10 to 12 years back that I talked about, a really important thing is that even that first 40%, so the 20% closed by the end of October and the 40% closed by mid-November, that's really important for everybody because that's that's the grass that, that, that feeds the O in the immediate 
um, term post post lambing, and that that reduces our dependence then on on concentrate feeds, um, which number one are expensive, but number two, in terms of the labour involved, we're still lambing at the time. You know, you can have issues with mismothering and that when you're going out trying trying to feed you. So the the aim should always be to have enough grass um, available um, to meet the O's requirements. Um, the, the weather may interfere with that, but at least if we have a plan, we have a much better um, chance of achieving that than if we if we've no plan or we decide to ignore the plan. Um, well, you're pretty much guaranteed that you won't have grass, so that's a choice that people have to make. But um, that's the reason for the for the for the, for the closing plan. And just like taking that point on, like I think you're 100 right. That first 40 percent really independent of stockery is vital. I suppose like the obvious thing there is to target that at the paddocks so we're going to graze first every spring. Yeah, so <clears throat> the, the order in which you graze or the order in which you close the farm then is also important. So what we would say is that the first paddocks that you should identify, which will be your first 20%, are, are definitely the most sheltered paddocks probably the closest ones to the farmyard to make life easier. So again, if you're very busy lambing, the last thing you want to be doing is having to move sheep a distance or, or, or spend a lot of your time, uh, you know, moving sheep across the farm. So having those sheltered fields close to the farmyard um, where you can get sheep out quickly um, and also that you're around the yard and you're able to observe them, um, you know, for a number of days, you know, when you freshly turned out lambs, it's a lot easier and again, a lot more time um, saving there in terms of having to, 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 to move around big areas to, to, to check on these on these lambs as well, you know, so um, that, that's important. And then as we move through the plan, obviously, really what you want is maybe the, the most exposed parts of the farm will be the, the parts of the farm that you would close last, because by the time you want to graze them in the spring, then, you know, your lambs are, are, are hardier, they're, you know, a number of weeks old, maybe over a month old at that stage. Um, and, and are going to be able for, for 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 more exposed parts of the farm should weather conditions uh, go against you. But you really have to plan for for weather conditions being being bad, I suppose, when the lambs are very young, and doing everything you can to to, to put a plan in place for for to protect them as well. No, look, it's going to have a massive impact on their performance next spring. Look, you're going to capitalise. So I need them products disclosure. Capitalise on that growth we're going to see in October, early November. There's always a temptation there, Philip, to avoid or to go back in and regraze those paddocks. Maybe more so this year because there is a lot of temporary graze becoming available. When the sheep come back to the farm, there is that temptation to graze them out for a couple of weeks pre-lambing and reduce the housing period in a lot of flocks. Again, uh, this is something we really have to highlight to maybe avoid. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I suppose, look, it's always a temptation there, especially if, if um, you know, weather conditions are good, you know, that time there around around Christmas into the new year, if you've got good weather, you know, grazing conditions will be very good. Um, and you say, well, you know, if we were to graze that, we could keep them out of the shed for another week or two. Again, as I said, the difference in what she needs at that time of year versus what she's going to need in March, um, you know, for your mid, mid-season mid lamb and flocks, you know, is double, you know, in, in terms of, of daily requirements. So, Yes, you could save yourself a small bit of 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 of, of time and, and, and labour there, maybe in terms of housing, if that's what you're what you're doing. Um, but you're going to have to replace that feed and twice as much of it 
um, down the road. And I suppose it comes down to cost and, and labour, as we said. And I suppose just <clears throat> in terms of the, I suppose because of the autumn we've had, and it's, it's great, it's very favourable grass grown conditions. There is a lot of grass around and, and, and there is grass being offered, I suppose, um, for sheep to graze. Um, just, I suppose, just to highlight that if you're in that position and, and, and you are being offered grass or you can access it, um, it would be a good idea to try and stick to the closing planner as much as possible for your own farm or where you're going to be grazing in, in the spring. And if you can work in that outside grazing, then as part of that, brilliant. But the, 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 the one issue that could occur is, is that if the sheep were to go away to outside grazing um, and you don't get a lot of the farm, the home farm grazed um, over the next month or so, um, the regrowth on that will be very slow if you come to graze that later um, into November and December and you could still be tight for grass when you have loads of grass at the moment, you'll be tight for grass in the spring. So try and close as much of the home farm as you can in that situation um, and obviously work with what's on offer um, then as, 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 as part of that plan. We really are planning for spring. Philip, great having you on. Thanks for your insights. Something very important to focus on at the moment. Thanks, Kieran. Okay, we're going to finish up at this point. Our autumn closing of paddocks will have a major impact on grass availability in spring, and it's one of them tasks that we can take in hand now and put a plan in place to deal with it. I have included a link in the description to the Chocolate Sheep Autumn Closing Planner and some useful tips and advice on covering them aspects that Philip has discussed, as well as outlining a target that you can complete for your own farm. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for any updates from the Sheep Programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chocolate Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and listen in to any of our episodes.